Blog Talk Radio. Goosebumps I get when I hear that song because we are on the road to 80s Wrestling Con this coming Saturday, April the 27th in Freehold, New Jersey at I Play America. Nearly 30 superstars from the 80s will be appearing live. And I'll tell you what, Jay, it feels like almost like it was yesterday when we, we first started talking about this uh, 10 weeks ago here on our first episode. And I, I can't believe it's a Saturday right now, man. You know, time flies, especially when you're looking forward to something. I feel like a kid looking forward to Christmas, man. We're just five days away from the biggest event of the springtime, 80s Wrestling Con. Tommy, I know you're doing a ton of work behind the scenes. How are you holding up with just a few days left to go here? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. Today, I, 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 knew, I knew that the week of the week of the convention, it was going to be busy. I, I, I know from past experience of doing it, but uh, today I just got I just got killed with you know so many emails and you know text messages and ticket orders coming through. It's I just you know it was almost at the point where I, I couldn't keep up. So I mean that's a good thing. That's a good thing that uh, there's a lot of interest there. So uh, yeah, man, we're only we're only uh, we're only uh, four days away, four sleeps away. From uh, 80s wrestling con. What am I talking about? Five, six weeks. Yeah, I need some sleep today. I'm not even saying the right number. Uh, well, it might be four sleeps for you because you got work to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we'll talk more about 80s wrestling con later in the episode. Uh, one of the uh, vendor guests that are going to be appearing at 80s wrestling con is joining us on the line right now, and he, we're going to be taking telephone calls for anyone out there wants to talk to him. The telephone number to call in is 323-927-2953. Again, that number, if you want to grab a pen real quick, it's 323-927-2953. Joining us on the line right now is former WWF, WCW, Global Wrestling, and everywhere else in between, Barry Horowitz. Hey, man, welcome to 80s Wrestling Radio. Hey, thanks, Tommy and Jay. I'm glad you're ha- uh, glad to have be there, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Thank you. For, thank you for staying up late and coming on. I know 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time is a is a tough time to. Uh, oh to yeah, definitely past Barry Horowitz's bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Barry, did you did you take a little did you take a little power nap this afternoon? Actually, I didn't. I've been very busy today, so. Uh, I'm uh, I'm getting ready for I'm getting ready for Saturday 10 a.m. I'll be there. Yeah, awesome, man. You're going to be appearing at the sports access table along with Gary Michael Capetta and the highly anticipated uh, New Jersey uh, appearance of the original 80s Glow Girl. So that's going to be a cool uh, a cool cool section over there with, with you and Gary and the, and the Glow Girls. Hey, before I get into your career and, and men. Me and Jay were uh-huh. doing some research before we went on the air, and what a story career that that you've had. Uh, I want to ask, what are you doing now? What are you doing nowadays, Barry? Well, uh, nowadays, right now, I'm like um, I do these. I do uh, signings and conventions. I'm also I went to school when I uh, in Florida FSU uh, for nutrition, so I'm actually a nutritionist also. Oh wow! Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jay. So I do. I, my, I do my, my nutrition. Buddy. I do nutrition. Sorry, I do nutrition and personal training. Also, uh, teach amateur and professional wrestling. Awesome. Hey, my my buddy Jay here. He, he's done his homework uh, tonight for you, Barry. He, he's got the questions lined up for you. Jay, what, what do you want to start off with? <laughs> well, let's let's start off here, Barry. You mentioned that you're a nutritionist. Um, mm-hmm. I read that even during your career in the 
uh, 80s and 90s that nutrition and working out were extremely important to you, and you led uh, what some would say a healthy lifestyle before such a lifestyle was cool or the end thing. When did you discover your love of, of nutrition and taking care of your body the way that you have? I think it just started just, wow, I think it just started at a young age. It was just common sense to do the right thing and, you know, you got to feed the body, you got to train it to uphold this lifestyle of uh, professional wrestling or professional sports, I should say, athletics. I mean, you you can't uh, you can't run a car without gas. That's that's very well said. How would you say how would you say you feel physically now? Right now, I uh, I feel pretty good actually. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I just have I have a few little bit of sciatic problem that comes with all the uh, wear and tear from professional wrestling and from my four or five years of amateur wrestling, and then all uh, the training, the deadlifts, the heavy squats. I mean, it it adds up. I would think if I was a person that did the opposite and didn't live a healthy lifestyle and did this type of training and wrestling and everything, I'd be in a wheelchair, but I'm not. So So I have my my aches and and so forth, but uh, for the most part, I've got a little knee issue. I sprained my knee, but that's about it as far as – uh, physically, I just had a full physical, everything, my blood, everything, everything is uh, on the up and up, which I'm very happy. That That's is great. fantastic yeah. to hear. Barry, mm-hmm. I, wanted to, I, want, I wanted to say to you real quick before, before we dive more into your career, is that sure. uh, you, you I, I, at least in my opinion, you don't get the credit you deserve for the stars that you helped make back in the in the in the late eighties in the WWF. I mean, you you were you know you were in there with everyone, every big name from the eighties that you could possibly imagine. You were in the ring with, and, and you made them all look like a million bucks. You made them look all large in their life. So I, I want to tell you, thank you for uh, me as a child watching it uh, growing up. You know, making these guys such so large in life superstars. You, you, you definitely deserve so much credit for the, the part you played in helping making these guys seem larger in life. So, just wanted to say thank you for, for uh, definitely being a huge contributor to '80s wrestling. I appreciate that, Tommy, very much. Uh, I guess I'm AKA Star Maker, in the great words of Tim <laughs> Horner, a Star Maker. But uh, you know, there's. You know, there's a it's a it's a it's a long road, but to be a professional wrestler, let's just we'll just narrow it down to professional wrestling instead of uh, boxing or UFC or uh, NFL football. There's got to be a winner. There's got to be a loser. Not everybody could be the Undertaker. Not everybody could be Shawn Michaels. Not everybody could be Bob Backlund. You you <laughs> otherwise, I think the people would be bored. I really do. You know, you have to, like I said, not everybody could be at that standard. Some deserve it, some don't. But uh, you could take it or leave it in, in this type of lifestyle, and you leave it, yeah, you may be leaving your dream. You may be leaving a lot of financial um, lot of financial wealth, and, and uh, they'll just get somebody else to replace you. So you're not really, yeah, I, like... You're not really getting even by doing that unless you're just disgruntled and you just don't want to do that or you're you're financially stable. Sure, sure. Hey, I want to ask you, I, I know that you started mm-hmm. in WWF in 80, 87. Before mm-hmm. then, I know you were in championship wrestling from Florida when you first broke in as mm-hmm. Jack Hart. And I, but I know you were also mm-hmm. in Memphis right before mm-hmm. WWF. What, what led you to WWF and when you signed – uh, immediately to a uh, full time, or were you doing some uh, work uh, from and then they hired you? Actually, I started. I started in 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 Florida, and I was wrestling just independently. You know, paying my dues, going up and down the roads with veterans. And when I left the Malenko School of Professional Wrestling, and by the way, it's the best. <laughs> I'm not plugging nobody. Uh, Professor Boris Malenko a.k.a. Larry Simon, in my opinion, I mean, there's a lot of trainers today, past, present. I just think I just think he was the best. 
I learned I learned um, the foundation, if you will, of my career from uh, from Malenko, definitely. And then as I got on the road and traveled with different people, like Bob Orton Jr., Ric Flair, uh, Ricky Steamboat, uh, Jay Youngblood, the list goes on and on. Arn Anderson. Uh, you you learn from these people, and you grab something from this, and you grab something from that. But the foundation is what's the most important thing. And that was all from Malenko. And I started there independently. And before I left the school, which, by the way, I don't know what people do now, but I think they, they're a professional wrestler in three or four months. I think I was there a year and a half before I left. I mean, I didn't put on a pair of boots for a year there was no promos cut or anything like that. It was learn to be a professional wrestler. That came, all the glitz and all that came later. And I stayed there about a year and a half. And that was like three or four nights a week in a mattress factory, 104 degrees in the summer, 40 degrees in the winter, besides working out and had a part-time job. So before I left, I'll never forget this, uh, Professor Malenko gives me a list of territories. I think it was uh, Don Owens was on there from Portland. Uh, you had uh, Jimmy Crockett Promotions, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, Jarrett Promotions, the WWWF, which was the Worldwide Wrestling Federation, owned by Vince McMahon Sr. And I, I couldn't go nowhere in Florida. I, I couldn't go anywhere else. So I moved actually to the Northeast. And I stayed there for about two years, and I called up at his home, at his number, Gorilla Monsoon. And I talked to him, and he invited me down to uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania, which they filmed every three weeks at the Ag Hall in Allentown. And then they'd go to Hamburg, Pennsylvania, the next day. I'd go there every three weeks. And I'd wrestle, in two days, I would wrestle probably six, seven times. So... I went on to there, went on, went on, stayed there for at least a year, and asked Vince Sr., I need to go somewhere. This is what I want to do. This is my career. I was supposed to go to Portland, Oregon, and that's when uh, Jimmy uh, Superfly Snooker was a big superstar there, and he was going to uh, recommend me, but the territory was full. So I went to Jim Crockett Promotions, Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, and I stayed there for two years, and I really got polished. I was wrestling five to six nights a week, on the road six nights a week, with a, a bunch of people that I previously mentioned. Also Mike Rotundo, One Man Gang, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man, Valiant, Rufus R. Jones. I mean, wow, there was a lot. And then from there, uh, I finished up there. And I was highly recommended to come back home to Florida through Jay Youngblood. He was, uh, at the time, wrestling, Florida Championship Wrestling. And I came into there. And mm, it was uh, pretty good. I, I was there about two years, and I was really happy because I was at home. Plus, uh, my name was different. It was Jack the Stretcher Hart. And then I won the Florida Heavyweight title from an iconic figure and uh, a definite, I admired this uh, gentleman's career immensely, besides Jack Briscoe, uh, Mike Graham. I defeated in his hometown, which was hmm. huge. I mean, that just doesn't happen. And there's been a lot of Florida, you know, heavyweight champions that went on to greatness. Jack Briscoe, Paul Jones, Brian Blair. Uh, wow, be Brian Blair. I could be I know there's much more. I'm probably missing some, so I don't mean to. But, um, yeah, went on to there and stayed there for, oh, I guess about two years. And then I uh, got a call from Jarrett Promotions. And um, I uh, went to Jarrett Promotions for only uh, six to seven or eight months, and I got a phone call from the WWF wanting me there. And uh, uh, I guess the rest is history. <laughs> so I did skip a little bit of a thing there. I, I told you I, you know, I did tell you. I'm sorry. I did. I did work for uh, Vince Senior, and then went on to to um, uh, 
Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling and then on to Florida and then back to Vince Vince. And that's when uh, Vince Sr. passed. And I stayed there for a couple of years until my neck got injured really bad. I was out a year. And there was no spot for me then to come back. So I went with WCW. And I stayed there about two years. Let me see. Yeah, two years. Went back to Vince. And then went back to WCW. And was there for during their heyday of the Nitros and the Saturday Night Main Events. And then, of course, Vince bought um, WCW. And then I just went on independently for a few years until I decided I just want to be home and pursued my nutrition career. So that's kind of a a fast 20 years. I kind of fast-forwarded a little bit there for you. No, that's a, that's a terrific recap. When you speak of your training in your early days, I think what, what mm-hmm. blows me away is the uh-huh. amount of experience you're getting in a short time. You're saying you're wrestling five to six matches a night sometimes. And no, you're no, working. no. No. Right. No, five or six. Uh, when I said the five, it would be when we did TV, I would wrestle three to four times each TV. So it would be six sure. times, seven times in two days when we filmed because you wrestled that much because at the time, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time Vince was filming for about a month. See, the whole TV was a whole different ball game. Sure. It was, uh, yeah, you would film for enough for a month. It's not like it is now where everything's live and you show up weekly. Um, Barry no, Dorsey. Uh, Barry Barry Dorso, Dorso, better better known as Smash from Demolition, said in an interview Mm -hmm. that, in his opinion, you were the most underrated ring worker because of your versatility. You could go in and you could have a match with small guys like Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, Rick Martel, Mm -hmm. and you would also go in and you would face bigger guys like an Undertaker, like a Dusty Rhodes. You even had matches with Bill Goldberg and the Ultimate Warrior. How do you prepare? Let's not forget Big Sexy now. Let's not forget Kevin Nash. Nash. Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about how you prepare for a match, how that differs when you're going up against a ring technician like a Shawn Michaels and a big man Mm -hmm. like a Kevin Nash? Well, my forte would be to go in there with a um, a Bret Hart, an Owen Hart, a Brady Boone, a Tim Horner, a Brad Armstrong. That's, That's me. But... A good sign of a good worker, you try to be versatile and adjust to anybody. So when I went in there with a Kevin Nash or an Undertaker, it was a whole different ball game. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be re- reversing the hips, <laughs> hip toss and leg drops and uh, uh, back drops. It's it. First of all, it, it would look silly a little bit. It really would. I'm 220 pounds and they're 300 or 280. So you would just adjust to it. I wouldn't have to work as hard because you're not going 15 or 20 minutes of nonstop, you know, chain wrestling, professional wrestling, amateur wrestling. I would mix it all up. So there's more thought process in going in a match with Skip or Owen Hart for 15 to 20 to 25 minutes. Think about it. Plus, I wouldn't repeat myself. I I despise that. I'm not going to throw 35 punches at a guy's face. I'm going to throw one or two punches. I'm going to follow with a European uppercut. I'm going to follow with a headbutt. I'm going to follow with a side forearm. I'm going to follow with a hip toss. I'm going to follow with a leg drag, an arm drag, side suplex, northern light suplex, double underhook suplex. I'm going to go on and on and on. I want to entertain these people and show that there's a real master out there that he's wrestling. Not just punch, kick, and clothesline. <laughs> sure. Hey, Barry, I want to ask you, for, for, the, for the people out there listening right now, tell uh-huh. them how, how important was it for you being, you know, either opening match or lower on the card to be mm-hmm. on the same card for the house shows as Hulk Hogan financially? Uh, I've heard from a lot of people that when, you know, wrestlers would be so happy to be on the same card as Hulk Hogan. Talk a little bit about that. I loved it. First of all, um, again, when I speak, I, I speak the truth. There's no, there's no ass kissing. There's none of that. There's no reason for it. I, I have no reason for it then. I have no reason for it now. But when you're on a card with Hulk Hogan, first of all, old school is, uh, and out of respect, you thank the man because he's the headliner. 
He's against the million dollar man. He he's against one man gang. He's against Bret Hart. He's the main event. And I'm happy to be on that card and I'm gonna work my tail off too. But it was vent I mean, if you're on the A card, which is Hulk Hogan's card, yeah, financially you're gonna do much, much, much better. I mean, it's just phenomenal. And as far as speaking about Hulk Hogan, he was, in my opinion, ultimate professional in and out of the ring. I've never, I've never, I, I can't say a bad thing about Hulk Hogan at all. Not in my eyes. Not the way yeah. he treated me. Hey, anything. Barry, I've traveled with him. I've been on planes with him. I've been in limos with him. Same guy. And we're from the same great state of Florida. That's 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 awesome to hear that. By the way, hey, if I put you on the spot and, and if I put you on the spot right now, and in no particular mm-hmm. order, I would say Barry, real quick, without even thinking, who, who's the who's the top five biggest names from the '80s? Who would you pick in no particular order? What What do you mean, as far as that I wrestled, or just in general? No, the, the five biggest superstars ever of '80s wrestling. Oh gosh. Of 80s wrestling. Oh, my God. I can't. Five top. Oh, wow. Well, Hogan Hogan would be one of the five, obviously, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, uh, gosh. Hogan, Bob Backlund, uh, Ric Flair, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Uh, I know I'm missing people. Harley Race, uh, Bob Orton Jr., uh, I don't mean to offend anybody if I'm missing them. I mean, oh, Don Morocco. Uh, right, that's, it's so hard to narrow it down in this five. It, it really is. It really is. Hey, I also want to ask you, you were in WWF until 1990, and then you went to WCW. What what led you leaving WWF at the time well, and going to WCW at that time? I had a neck injury, and the roster was full. So I went with WCW uh, for, uh, I think I only went for a year or two. Because I remember I was on 1991 Halloween Havoc for WCW and uh, came back to Vince. Yeah, I think in 92, if I'm not mistaken. Because I was wrestling also in 92. At the time, I had no contract signed. So I was all over the place. I was at Global. I was for Vince. I went for Otto Wants in Austria. I went to All Japan for the Giant Baba until they locked me in. They asked me to sign a, um, a contract, and then I stopped all of that. But that was until probably 94, 95. So, yeah. And you were you were in global in between WCW mm-hmm. and back to WWF, correct? Yeah, sure was. Yeah. What was your what was your what was your thoughts of Global? Not bad. Um it wasn't bad. Um iconic building in the Dallas Sportatorium. That was pretty cool. Um something to put in my uh repertoire of, of uh famous buildings and famous areas and I love Texas and uh yeah, I was there about a year and um uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Um yeah, I thought I thought the TV was I liked the way they did it and uh, the announcers. I forgot Scott Hudson and Craig um forgot his last name. Sorry Craig if you're listening, but they were really nice to me and treated me good. They treated me really good there. Uh gave me a little bit of a push, Barry the Winter Horowitz and got to meet um Rod Price there and uh different uh guys from um uh the Texas uh circuit. Forgot which I forgot what that was. Um, Curry Von Erich, the Von Erichs own that. I just I just it eludes me the uh, name of the um, organization. But yeah, it was awesome. I wish it lasted longer. Yeah, I'm I'm, surpri- I'm surprised too it didn't last longer. It did because they, you know they had a, a sweet TV deal as well. You know they did. So, yeah. It was, it was surprising cool. that they didn't weren't around longer than that. Yeah, I want, I want to jump mm-hmm. back to WWF now. You said ninety four, ninety five is when you signed uh, a contract with them, and, and obviously, probably your your biggest uh, angle in WWF is your uh, big win over Skip Chris Candido. Mm-hmm. Was uh, was Chris someone that you 
uh, knew prior to going there, and and uh, you seem like you had really good chemistry with him. Only met Chris one time before that, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, back in probably, uh, I, I could be getting them confused, 90, 91, I'm not sure. I worked for them only a couple times, Smoky Mountain, um, and I hit it off good with Chris. Uh, I don't know why, just, uh, you know, um, similar uh, technical style. I think that's what it is. He had a great attitude, loved training. He was a good guy. He's a good kid. Well missed. Uh, R.I.P. Definitely. So, I'll tell you what. I knew I knew Chris fairly well. I I live in New Jersey as well, and, and yeah, I, I knew him back from when he was just on the independents, and I actually right. used him on a bunch of my independent shows too. He was actually my champion mm-hmm. in my promotion for a while, so I knew him yeah. fairly well. How, mm-hmm. how underrated, you being in the ring with him, how underrated was he as a worker? Just as much as me. I mean, yeah, I would say Chris, would do, Chris would do anything. I mean, he, he worked his tail off. He, he just wanted to be noticed, and I think, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I definitely underrated. And, um, you know, just I don't think he was used properly or not to the fullest extent. But like I said, you know, what are you going to do? You can't have 50 superstars on the, on the same roster. You just can't. It just won't work. <clears throat> so, Perry, I, have another I mean, they could be superstars, but they you. can't all be 50 winners sure. here, you know. So. Sure, sure. What? How about this for a question? Hypothetically, mm-hmm. it's 1997, 1998, and yeah. Paul Heyman brings you into ECW. What do you think about Barry Horowitz in ECW? Because I think that he probably would have brought out your strengths and Really, you would really have shined in ECW for some reason. I think. I, I think so. I think I would have. Um, I don't know why they didn't. Um, I don't think I matched their criteria. Not too much technical wrestling. I'm not a hardcore wrestler, although I've been in some hardcore matches. I mean, I could pull it off, but my strength and forte is technical wrestling. Yeah, but they have I a mean, lot of guys can, that can really wrestle good too. There. Yeah, no, that's know. true. That's true. Yeah, they did. You know, I. Uh, I guess they missed a boat with me. I don't know what to say on that one. Jay, that would have so, been interesting, right? Barry and Barry and ECW at that time frame of his career. I don't think Paul Heyman liked me. <laughs> what, what was that, so, Barry? I don't think Paul Heyman liked me. <laughs> hey, I, we don't want to take up too. We don't want to take up too much of your time. I know it's I know it's uh, eleven thirty at night almost, but we just want to have you on for a little bit. And we're really excited yeah. to have you up here this Saturday, Barry, because you're not. Oh, up I'm this so way looking forward to this Saturday. It's going to be tremendous. Yeah, you're not up. And I'm not just. I mean, I'm plugging your. I'm plugging our show, the show, but for real, the the people that really enjoy the 80s wrestling and just professional wrestling. I mean, you're going to see some iconic figures there. This is the place to be this Saturday. I mean, you miss this. I mean, it's crazy. The weather's probably going to be awesome. There's no going to be no snow or rain, and it's it's just going to be fantastic. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Freehold, New Jersey, is an iconic city in Jersey. It's uh, Isn't that the home of the, the, the horse track there, Freehold? Oh, yeah, you're going to make it over there. You're going to make it over for the races afterwards, aren't you? Oh no no I'm not definitely not into it I just know <laughs> I just know it's famous for that No no it definitely just, is it definitely is Yeah yeah Freehold is uh yeah it's definitely it's like you know like Atlantic City or Asbury Park or Seaside Heights it's known for something and what? it's definitely known for horse racing I don't know if they still do it They do they do they do actually yeah Oh cool cool yeah. Awesome. Well, Barry, thank you so much for taking a little time out to uh, talk to us tonight. And, again, Barry will be appearing this Saturday, April 27th, in Freehold, New Jersey at I Play America. He will be oh, appearing yeah. at the Sports Access Table with the original 80s Glow Girls and Gary Michael Capetta. Barry, we look forward to seeing you this Saturday, my friend. Oh, yeah. If you don't mind, uh, I just wanted to plug myself as far as uh, if you go to uh, WWE.com, I'm on there. Also, BarryHorowitz.com, MrTechnical.info. And I just wanted to say, you know, there's a lot, a lot of great wrestlers out there, but Barry Horowitz wrestles great. Absolutely. Barry, thank you so much. We'll see you this Saturday. 
Thanks. Looking forward to it, guys. Thank you for your time having me on. Thank you, sir. And there you have it, Barry Horowitz. I'll tell you what, uh, Jay, I'm looking forward to uh, having Barry uh, at the convention this Saturday. Like like we said, he's not someone that's really up this way that much. So it would be interesting to have him there. And also, just that section alone, the sports access, you have Barry Horowitz, who was a very interesting uh, guest just now. You have Gary Michael Capetta, who we had on a few weeks back, extremely intelligent, extremely uh uh, knowledgeable to the wrestling business. And then you have the original 80s Glow Girls, Hollywood, the Royal Hawaiian, and Lightning. They're all going to be at the sports access table this Saturday in Freehold, New Jersey. That's an interesting crew, don't you think? Those are those are people that, yeah, you would stand in line to see and to, and to meet and to get to talk to. And the stories that they have and just uh, the opportunity to see them all in one place and connect with them, that is a very cool thing that they were able to get those uh, groups of people all together. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I just think it's a I just think it's a, a unique. Like you're thinking about like having guests at a table. If if it's one uh, vendor bringing in guests, you know, usually people keep the a theme. Like all right, well, uh, we're going to bring in like we have another vendor, Captain uh, Captain's Corner is bringing in. Uh, Barry Windham and Ronnie Garvin and Sam Moo from the SST. He was also the hit obviously, but that's pretty much a whole NWA 80s theme they have going on, which is really cool, and I'm looking forward to that as well. But this is just something really unique and different. You have the 80s Glow Girls. You have Gary Michael Gepetta, who is a legendary ring announcer, and you have Barry Horowitz. It's, just, it's, just, it's an odd combination to me, in a good way, not in a bad way. Right, so right. Uh, kudos to uh, Sports Access, uh, Jerry Sorrentino for uh, assembling this unique and interesting lineup. I'm looking forward, really looking forward to the uh, the Glow Girls being there, and uh, also the Glow Girls are going to take part in a question answer session hosted by UJ, uh, the glamour, the guilt, and the greed of the original 80s Glow Girls. Now, I know that you have to have done your homework over the last couple of weeks leading up to this Saturday in Freehold. How uh, how excited are you, and how uh, much are you looking forward to hosting this uh, question-answer session with the Glow Girls? Listen, I think these Glow Girls are going to – they have potential here to steal the show. Uh, as I'm researching them and finding out more about how they got their start – uh, and just a little bit about each of the three ladies that will be joining me on stage for that Q&A. They've led some interesting lives. They've done some very cool things. I know there's going to be a ton of people in attendance that have really hard-hitting good question for them. And these ladies are entertaining. They will not disappoint the crowd at I Play America. That is for sure. Yeah, I, I think also, I think that they're going to do uh, pretty well. I think that, the uh, especially in New Jersey, uh, you don't, the Glow Girls together, the 80s Glow Girls, they might have done appearances in the past here and there, but having them together uh, in one setting is, is really cool, especially with the popularity of the, the Netflix uh, Glow Show right now. And uh, Sports Access has a, actually has a, a really good deal. You can get, they have a, a Glow VIP uh, package where you get autographs of all three girls and you get photo ops of all three girls. And also a group shot with all three of them. So you're really getting four pictures and three autographs for 50 bucks. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, how can you beat that deal? You can't beat that deal. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's going to be really cool. So I'm looking forward to having the Globe Girls there along with Gary Michael Capetta and uh, our, our guest that just joined us, Barry Horowitz, at the Sports Access Table this Saturday in Freehold, New Jersey at I Play America. Uh, also, I just mentioned Barry Windham will be there with Rugged Ronnie Garvin and uh, Samu, who I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing. I used to have him on all my shows, independent shows back in the day in New Jersey. I haven't seen him in a, a really long time, uh, so I'm looking forward to having him there as well. And uh, they will be joining, obviously, our 21 guests that will be appearing at Indies Wrestling Con this Saturday. And uh, that includes Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Bruce Brother Love Pritchard, the Young Stallions, Jim Powers and Paul Roma, Bushwhacker Luke, 
knobs and sags, the nasty boys, the doctor of style slick, the genius, sleeping Lanny Poffo, cowboy Bob Orton, Wendy Richter, Greg the Hammer Valentine, dangerous Danny Davis, Rocky Johnson, the warlord and the barbarian, the powers of pain, Tempatera, Coco Beware, and Asa Antica, the Wild Samoans. 21 superstars from the 80s will be the main guests there. And we have a great, great, great package right now. You get 21 autographs and 21 photo ops of all these guys for $299. I mean, talk about a steal. And I'm, I sound like I'm an infomercial here, but it really is a really, really good deal. <laughs> 21 autographs, 21 pictures. For uh, for you know I should have been on, I should have been on the uh, the home shopping channel, right? <laughs> you, you sound like yeah, you sound like you're cut for that. I feel I feel, you know what, Jay? I feel like I'm doing that right now. I don't I don't want to sound that way, but it really is that great of a deal for two ninety nine. You get twenty one autographs and to, and twenty one uh, photos. So I mean, if you're gonna go there, your best bet is to get that package. And I've been stressing all week on on our uh, social media pages. I can't stress this enough. Get your autograph photo ops. Get your photo op, your uh, photograph photo ops. Get your VIP tickets all in advance because on the day of the show, I'm telling you right now, it's going to be chaotic. There's going to be long lines for people waiting to get tickets as far as Polaroids, uh, Polaroids photos and autographs. And the wrestlers are only going to be signing for three hours. Uh, they'll be signing from 10.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., uh, Wendy Richter is actually coming in a little bit later. She'll be signing from one o'clock to four o'clock, but all the other guys are from one, uh, from ten thirty to one thirty. So you don't want to be waiting online for an hour to get your tickets, and then you know be scrambling and rushing around to try and uh, cram in as many guys as you could in that two hours you have left. So your best bet is just order your tickets in advance. What we do is we actually leave them at will call for you. So anything that's ordered this week, you don't have to worry about getting to you, shifting time. Now you order them online on our website. We're going to put them in an envelope for you and leave it at will call under your name. When you first get there, you just ask for it. You show your ID. You get your tickets. And that way you don't have to wait on these long lines. So I can't trust enough. You should definitely order your tickets in advance. And we're going to be taking orders online until Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. So it's this Thursday, 9 o'clock Eastern. It's a cutoff, and uh, the website will say tickets are now available the day of. So uh, you have till Thursday, 9 Eastern time to order your tickets, and they will be waiting at Will Call for you. 21 of the 80s wrestling superstars all in the same room with the, the list of other guys I've just mentioned. So that's 30 guys. We're talking 30 80s wrestling superstars all under the same building, I'm really, really, really pumped about this, Jay. It's hard not to be pumped about this. This is this is a big time event, um, and it's it's just a wonderful opportunity to meet these people, to get a picture with them, and to get something signed by them. Tommy, can you speak just for thirty seconds on what the autographs look like? Can people bring in their own merchandise to get signed? Will there be pictures available to purchase? at the con, how does the autograph work? Good question. So I guess this is your frequently asked question section of 80s Wrestling Radio <laughs> or uh, 80s Wrestling Con. So basically, for you get a autograph op or a photograph op, and that entitles you one picture or one autograph, and it's of their own item. So if you want to have a action figure or you have a whatever it is, an action figure, a magazine, a picture, you get it signed. If you want a photo that if you don't have a photo, you want to bring one. If you don't, I mean, if you don't have a photo and you want to buy one, we will have them available there at the table near where we're selling the autographs and other tickets. So we will have pictures there. They're $5 each. It's separate from, the actual autograph op, but we will have pictures that are available in case for some reason you don't have an encyclopedia to get signed or you don't have a magazine to get signed <laughs> or you don't have an action figure to get signed. So we will have pictures there. But yeah, that's a good question because a lot of people are asking that question. 
So now is your opportunity. If you have a piece of merchandise from the 80s that you've been dying to get somebody's autograph on, to get some live ink on there, bring it to 80s Wrestling Con, bring it to their booth, and they will sign it for you there on the spot. Exciting. Yeah, especially if you have, like, the old, like, WWF LJN figures still, like, new in the box. Or if you oh. have, like, the old Hasbro figures still new in the box. I mean, stuff like that, man. A lot of these guys had those figures uh, that are that are on this on Saturday. So a lot of them had LJN figures. A lot of them had Absolutely. Hasbro figures or were on the covers of the old WWF magazine. So, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to get some really unique things signed at, at the at the con. But yeah, if if you get an autograph ticket, uh, the photo the photo ticket is self explanatory nowadays. You know, back in the day when I used to run conventions, you know, a, a a photo op would mean we would take a picture with a Polaroid camera. Those days obviously are long gone. No one no one uses that stuff anymore. Everybody wants to take the picture on their phone because they want to upload it to their social media page, you know, immediately after. Which is what you know in, in this day and age, that's what people want to do. Like. You can get a professional photo opportunity with a background and stuff like that, but like, it it, it takes too long. Uh, you're waiting in line for too long, and you can't upload it immediately on your social media page like you could by just taking it on your phone. So the easiest way is for the uh, photo op, it's on your phone. So we'll have someone there to take the picture for you if you don't have a friend with you. So don't worry about that either. Don't be thinking, oh man, how am I gonna get my picture taken if I'm by myself? There'll be a a staff member with each and every wrestler at the table. So they'll be able to take the picture for you if you don't have someone to take it. And uh, as far as the autographs, like I said, if uh, you don't have, for some reason, seen me by the VIP pass, you don't have absolutely nothing for these guys to sign and you're worried about it, don't worry. There's going to be autograph. I mean, there's going to be uh, eight by 10 photos available for five bucks each, just in case you don't have something. So it's not the end of the world if you don't. So either way, we got you covered. That's fantastic, Tommy. All bases are covered at 80s Wrestling Con. What else is taking place at the con, Tommy? How about lunch with Bruce Pritchard? How unique is that? <laughs> lunch with Bruce Pritchard. To win that, it's a, it's a anyone that gets a VIP 80s Dream Experience VIP package will be automatically entered for an opportunity to win lunch with Bruce Pritchard. So uh, you only have a couple more days to, to order that VIP pass, so head over to 80s Wrestling Con now. That's a deal we're talking about with 21 autographs and 21 photo ops. Anyone that orders that ticket, their name gets automatically entered into a contest. We're going to pick a winner, and that winner will get to have lunch with Bruce Pritchard this Saturday at 80s Wrestling Con. Right there at the event, they get to have lunch with Brother Love, Bruce Pritchard. That is a once-in-a-lifetime yeah. opportunity. Well, and it ain't going to be a situation where, you know, there's a there's a table in the middle of the the, the con, right in the middle, of the, right in the middle of the dead smack in the middle of the con, where you know there's thousands of people, and then you have a table set up with forks and knives, and Bruce and the, and the guests are going to be sitting there eating right in the middle of Vegas wrestling con. It's not going to be hey. like that, buddy. But uh, yeah, hey, gonna, you throw you there. throw some candlelight on that table, and that's a nice little uh, scenario we got. Oh, cooking. that's that's funny. That is funny. But uh, yeah, so if you if you enter that contest, you you get the VIP pass. You're automatically entered in that contest to try and to uh, to win lunch with Bruce Pritchard. Another thing I'm looking forward to, Jay, uh, this Saturday in Freehold, New Jersey. Another cool thing is going to be the Greg the Hammer Valentine Figure Four Challenge. You you heard me correctly, the Greg the Hammer Valentine Figure Four Challenge. We're going to randomly select probably three to five people at the convention that wants to uh, take part of this. And what they'll do is they will demonstrate their figure four on a friend. And after the three people go or the five people go, Greg will uh, decide which one had the best figure four. And the winner will have the opportunity to have Greg the Hammer Valentine actually put a figure four leg lock on the the fan. He's not going to put it on him. Don't worry. We don't want no lawsuits. It's a picture <laughs> of him going to apply 
So anyone out there that thinks they're going to get one over and sue us on uh, Sunday morning saying that Greg Valentine broke their leg, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. He's not going to really put it on you. It's just a photo opportunity of him grabbing your leg to go put it on. But still, I mean, how cool is that? If you grew up, uh, Jay, as an 80s wrestling fan and you watched WrestleMania 1 with him against Junkyard Dog, you saw WrestleMania 2 with him and Brutus Beefcake against the British Bulldogs, WrestleMania 3, WrestleMania 4, so on and so forth. And if you were to tell me as a kid that 35 years later, 30 years later, that I was going to have Greg Valentine take a picture with me, putting the figure four leg lock on me, I would have said you were absolutely insane. Now, if you would tell me the same thing, hey, you're going to be promoting that, I would have really told you. <laughs> I mean, it's a unique opportunity. Uh, if you're an 80s wrestling fan, and can you imagine getting a picture of Valentine putting the figure for you and you put it on as your Facebook photo or, or put it on Instagram or Twitter? I mean, how cool is that? I, I told you before, Tommy, if that was me, that would be my Christmas card for the next 10 years. Um, yeah, that's an, that's an incredible opportunity. And I'm thinking to myself, if you're the lucky person that gets picked to enter the challenge, if you're one of the few people that get to demonstrate your version of the figure four, you better have somebody with you that is going to sell the heck out of that move. Because it would be a pity to slap on a figure four and have your buddy just stone cold no sell ya in front of Greg the Hammer Valentine. Yeah, can you imagine that? So as, as you can see, I have a little structure in this. We're, we're trying to make it. It's much more. It's much more than an '80s wrestling con. Uh, I want it to be an '80s wrestling fan festival. I didn't call it that but it's what I want it to be. It's what I should have called it because there's going to be a lot more than just meeting the wrestler and, 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 and getting your picture with them. There's tons and tons and tons of different activities like we just mentioned. You know, you have the opportunity to win lunch with Bruce Pritchard. You're going to have the Greg the Hammer Valentine figure four challenge. And how about this one? Coco Beware will be performing Pile Driver live on stage this Saturday in Freehold, New Jersey, at 80s Wrestling Con. Now I'm telling you right now, Jay, when I was a kid, and I would go to wrestling every month, and they would play Power Driver on all the TVs in the concession stand areas when you're walking around getting your soda and your popcorn and your T-shirts and programs, and they would always play Power Driver. If you were to tell me again, I don't, I don't mean to say the same thing twice. I just, said it, I just used it with Greg. But if you were to tell me as that 10-year-old kid that 30 years later, Coco Beware would be singing that song at one of my shows, I would have said you're absolutely insane. So, I mean, this is a really cool opportunity for 80s wrestling fans to to really, really, really celebrate 80s wrestling. And we keep stressing that, too, in the press releases. Come and celebrate 80s wrestling this Saturday in Freehold, New Jersey at I Play America. Uh, Coco Beware performing Pollock Driver live on stage. I got to say, Jay, that's got to be right up there with the thing I'm looking forward to most this Saturday. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no separate admission to see that live performance. If you're in the con, you get treated to that live performance uh, of Pile Driver by Coco Beware. And again, it's one of those moments, like you said, it's not just a convention, it's a celebration. Seeing that song performed live by the Birdman is an experience. It's something that you will not forget. It's more than just seeing a wrestler, meeting a wrestler. That's an experience that you will remember and you can tell people. I saw him perform that live, in person, on stage at iPlay America. Absolutely, and, and, and like you mentioned about not being an extra fee for, for seeing Coco Beware's Pile Driver, there's actually not an extra fee for anything. It's $20 general admission to get in, and that includes everything. That includes the Greg Valentine Figure 4 Challenge. It, it includes uh, the question-and-answer sessions with the Glow Girls that we talked about. We're having another question-and-answer session, which is a big one called The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly of 80s Wrestling. We'll talk about that momentarily. 
uh, the Greg Valentine Figure Four Challenge, Coco Beware Power Driver. Everything is included with a mission. So I know there's other convention stuff you go to where there's separate prices for separate events. Not here. Uh, everything is on. Everything's let's say on the house. Everything is free uh, with with the mission ticket. And like I said, we wanted to make it as fan friendly and interactive as possible. That's why we have all these different events going. And another one that we're having is going to be Pro Wrestling Illustrated is going to reveal their top three covers in the history of 80s, all the magazines they did in the 80s. Just think about all those iconic photo covers. They're going to, uh, they're going to reveal the top three in an online poll with their readers. And uh, this Saturday in Freehold, they're going to reveal the top three covers in the history of 80s Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazines. That's a big deal. When I was a kid, Jay, I grew up on Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And, you know, I, I had them all. I'm sure you did. I'm sure a lot of other people did. So to have them, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, you know, screams 80s uh, for me as far as wrestling goes. So for me to, to be able to have them there as well uh, and, and being a part of it, to me, Jay, that's, that's a big deal. Listen, those magazines are special. As a, as a kid growing up, I subscribed to the WWF magazine. But if we were ever taking a road trip where I would spend a few hours in the car and we would go to a store ahead of time, I would run to the magazine rack and I would pick up Pro Wrestling Illustrated because to me, that was the magazine at the time. Because it covered more than just the WWF. It covered everybody everywhere. And the fact that that iconic magazine will not only be at the con, but that they're unveiling there's three greatest covers from the golden era of professional wrestling is it's super exciting. And then to know that you get to help pick which of the three covers reign supreme. That's Tommy. It's unbelievable that you got them to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited about that, Jay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to having him there. And another thing I'm looking forward to too, Jay, is uh, we ha- we've had him on the show in the past too. Actually, we had uh, the, the person he's doing with on last week, and it's going to be the relaunch of the Pro Wrestling Spotlight radio show hosted by John Arezzi, and uh, him and George Napolitano are going to be uh, at the table doing. Uh, the first episode uh, back. I'm really looking forward to this. I, I've, I've praised John in the past here on the show and, 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 and said what a big influence he had on me as far as me promoting uh, wrestling conventions. And uh, again, it, I'm, I'm really excited to have him there as well because he was a big part of the reason why I'm doing this. And uh, to have him there, and then uh, we're going to do something special for John as well uh, at the convention. And uh, we're going to per- we're going to present him with the um, the uh, convention promoter of champions award. Uh, back in the day, he used to run his conventions with the weekend of champions. So we're going to give him a special re- award on uh, Saturday, the convention promoter of champions. And uh, George Napolitano is going to be presenting him with that award. So. Very uh, excited as well to have John and George uh, a part of 80s Wrestling Con this Saturday. Those two men know so much about the world of professional wrestling. They've seen so much. The fact that we get to be a fly on the wall to their conversation as they relaunch uh, the, the Pro Wrestling Spotlight podcast, just to be a fly on that wall, to sit there and to be able to listen and to see it taking place, Another another thing that you're not just there, you're experiencing it. Uh, and the award ceremony is going to be very touching. Uh, it's well-deserved. It's such a nice gesture on your part that you thought of that. And what a great venue to be able to do that and kind of pay him back for how much he influenced you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing, uh, Jay, I'm looking forward to as well is WrestleZone.com is going to be in the house this Saturday in Freehold, New Jersey at I Play America. Um, very popular wrestling website, one of the top ones out there. And uh, the editor, Bill Pritchard, is going to be there, and he's going to be greeting all the, uh, the fans and readers of WrestleZone. So I'm looking forward to having them there as well. That's another great opportunity to meet, uh, like you said, a big name in the wrestling business right now, WrestleZone.com. The fact that the editor, uh, Mr. Pritchard, will be there, 
just another fantastic thing. I don't know how you have these connections, Tommy. I don't know how you keep getting these amazing things coming to the con, but I'm so happy you are because it is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime event. Hey, let me tell you something, buddy. I have a lot of connections, okay? Believe me, I'm finding that out, and, I, and I'm loving it. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to having them. And then also uh, Busted Open Radio from Sirius XM is going to be in the house. Uh, David LaGreca will be there. So there's be a busted open radio table as well. Uh, they're obviously extremely popular right now. Mark Henry and Bubba Ray Dudley are two of the hosts on that show. So looking forward to having them as well. The thing I'm looking forward to having most, Jay, and, and this is why I saved this for last, and I'd like to talk about this a little bit, is the ultimate 80s wrestling auction. That's right. An ultimate 80s wrestling auction will be the main event for me as a fan, not the prom- as a promoter, as a fan. Because let's face it, if you're in the wrestling business, you're a fan. If you're not a fan, you shouldn't be in the wrestling business. For me, I'm looking forward to this the most. Picture 10 to 15 tables lined up with all 80s wrestling merchandise on it. We're talking Brett the Hitman, hard sunglasses still new in the in the in the in the package. Wrestling posters from the eighties. I have a actual seat. I didn't put this on on the website yet. We're gonna get up there this week, Jay, because we keep forgetting to put it up there. We'll get it up there. We have an actual seat from the Pontiac Silverdome that was knocked down. Obviously the home of Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan WrestleMania three. We're going to have one of those chairs, one of those seats, as part of the auction this Saturday. You can see the pictures of all the different items that we have on our website, 80swrestlingcon.com. Just go to the Ultimate 80s auction section. We have pictures of, of, of almost everything. We have some other stuff, too, that's not on there. A couple, a couple uh, last-minute added surprises. But this is going to be really cool, Jay. And this is like a dream come true for, for 80s wrestling fans, just walking into a room and just having an opportunity to win. We're going to have over 50, 50, uh, 50 items, over 50 items. Um, it's real simple. We're going to have a little bucket in front of each item. And that whole section will be in one section of, of, of the convention, the, the Ultimate 80s Wrestling Auction. So you'll see where the main table is, where you can go and you can buy your tickets for this. Now, a sheet of 25 tickets is only 10 bucks. A sheet of 25 tickets is only 10 bucks. You can get 10 sheets of 25 tickets for only 75 bucks. So for 75 bucks, you're going to get 10 sheets of 25 tickets on each sheet. And then you take your tickets and you put them in the bucket of which item you'd like to win. So say you want that Bret, those Bret Hart sunglasses. You can't leave that convention without those Bret Hart sunglasses. That's why you're coming. You're leaving with them. There's no rules, Jay. You don't have to put one ticket in there. You don't have to put two tickets in there. You could put 50 tickets in there if you want. Obviously, the more tickets you put in, the better chance you have of winning. And we've priced the tickets so cheap where you can do that. So say you buy your uh, 10 sheets for 75 bucks. You take two. You take two sheets. You should put fifty tickets in in in, in one bucket because you really want to win that prize. I mean, I've done this myself, not for wrestling, but uh, in New Jersey we call it tricky trays. So when I go to tricky trays, and they're they're mostly fundraisers for for a school or something like that or a church, I'm big in like gift cards, like restaurant gift cards to go out to eat or whatever, or, or gift cards like a store. So I would always throw a ton of tickets in the buckets of the prizes that I'd want to win. And, and a lot of times I would win. And my wife would always say, how, how do you always win all the time? I never told her I spent, a, I never told her I spent $150 on the tickets, you know? So she was probably, she probably just always thought I was really lucky. So I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I don't want to say stole the idea. I kind of adopted the idea and, and, transforming it into wrestling. You've seen it years and years and years ago with the, the thing called a Chinese auction, same kind of thing. Uh, so this is going to be really cool, Jay. So like I said, there's there's no limit of how many tickets you can put in each bucket. Obviously, if you want something bad enough, you can buy as many tickets as you want and try and win it. But uh, I might actually buy some tickets myself and give it to one of my friends or someone there 
one of my family members and, and, and throw some in some of the, just cause there's a lot of stuff in there and I want to win too, man. So, uh, <laughs> that's going to go on from when the, when the doors open. So the doors, doors are going to open at 10 sharp and the auction will run from 10 AM to 3 PM. So you have all day to find your way over to that section of the convention and get your tickets and put them in the buckets of the prizes you want. At three o'clock, we're going to start picking the numbers. Now you don't have to be, standing right there or, or waiting for numbers to be called, they're going to randomly pick the numbers out and then we're going to have a big board behind the behind the uh, table where you buy the, the auction tickets and they'll say, you know, each number will be prize, a prize one, prize two, we'll, we'll list the, the prize and then we'll write the ticket number that we picked out next to the prize. So, you know, when you're leaving or when you're about to leave, you just go look at the the poster hanging up and just try and match your tickets if you want. And, you know, if you do, you just show them your ticket and they give you the prize. But I'm really looking forward to this, Jay. I think this is a really unique uh, addition to the to the con, something that I'm really looking forward to. And I know that you're looking forward to it, too. Listen, I've seen, I've been on the website. I've seen the photos of the items that you have on there. I know the majority of the stuff that's going to be on display, and I will tell you what, Tommy, when the informational email came out earlier today and it listed the price for the tickets, I almost called you in a panic because I was certain it was a typo. You guys are selling these tickets for less than 50 cents a piece. Less than 50 cents a piece for one of these tickets, Tommy. The fact that you could spend $75 and get 250 tickets to drop in these buckets, that's unbelievable. You, when you said it's a fan fest celebration, you weren't lying, brother, because to charge so little <laughs> for these amazing prices, as a fan, I thank you, man, because that's not affordable. That's super affordable. You priced it at a point where you, you almost – you can't afford not to buy tickets to this thing. Sure. Well, I, I went in it with the mindset, Jay, that I'm thinking wrestling fans are going to try and do what I did when I go to these things and just buy a ton of them and drop them in the buckets you want the most, you know. But I, you're right. I did want to make it affordable because, you know, if you if you sell them, you said less than 50 cents each, people are going to buy them. You know, you, I, I don't want to rip people off and charge, you know, $5 for one ticket and then, you know, people want – you know, 50 tickets and they're spending $250 for it, you know? So I want to make it affordable and, and make it fun because at the end of the day, it's a celebration. Like I said, it, it is fun. So I think that, you know, if, if you sell nice and cheap like that, and then, you know, people can, can buy as many tickets as they want and, and put them in the buckets or the prizes they want, you know, if they can do it cheap, it's fun. It's fun to throw 50 tickets, you know, I'm, you know, throw 50 tickets in one bucket. I'm going to show these people I'm going to win this, you know. So I just wanted to keep it affordable for everyone. I want to keep it fun for everyone. And, yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to that and uh, and everything else as well. And, and like I said, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of 80s wrestling, man, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the Nasty Boys, and some others going to be up on the panel uh, talking about some of the greatest moments of 80s wrestling, and those guys were a part of a lot of them. So uh, that's going to be really, really cool. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun this Saturday, man. Uh, it's, it's a couple of days away. I'm probably not going to sleep from now until uh, I'm probably not going to sleep from now until <laughs> Saturday, Jay. So you can probably text me anytime you want, whether it's three o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, six at night, whatever. I'll be up and I'll be going crazy. And uh, I love every second of it. And uh, I'll tell you what, I will be relieved when Saturday's over because, you know, it's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work that goes into this. You know, just the small, teeny small things that you're not even thinking of as far as, you know, just, you know, getting a bunch of different marketing partners to, to partner up with, to you know, to, to spread the word of your convention mm-hmm. like I've been doing with various different accounts on Instagram and, and Facebook and Twitter. It's just the new-aged technology you're promoting and it you know it's a lot different than it was back in the day you know social media is so popular now and you have to have different avenues and channels to to promote your 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 event too so you know i'm very grateful to everyone that helped me do so on uh, instagram and facebook and twitter and there was a lot of accounts that, that helped and uh i i appreciate every single one of them for for helping us out and 
I guess we'll see you on Saturday. And I'm uh, looking forward to it. And I uh, know Jay is looking forward to it. And uh, until then, everyone have a great week. And we're going to see you Saturday at 80s WrestleCon. Jay, one, t- one, 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 uh, one thing before we, we leave. What are you looking forward to most? Not not doing the uh, the announcing for the Glow Girls, but uh, as a fan walking into there on Saturday, what are you looking forward to most? Well, I'll tell you what. If you'd have asked me that uh, midweek last week, I would have said no question about it. It was the auction just because of the things uh, that you have up for grabs there. But I tell you what, over the weekend, I was explaining uh, to my boys. I have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old. Uh, and I was explaining to them where daddy was going to be next weekend and who I was going to meet. And when I said the names Jake the Snake Roberts and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the eyes of my two young boys lit up. And we immediately went to the WWE Network and watched uh, – uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against Macho Man at WrestleMania 3. And so they are so excited uh, for me to come back having met Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Jake the Snake Roberts. And so I'm looking forward to meeting those two gentlemen just so I can come back and tell the story to my two boys here in Minnesota. You know what, man? I think that maybe we should uh, have some better stories to tell your kids when you come back home. So. I think we're going to have you uh, be the host of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly question and answer session, too. What do you think about that? <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, I just I just, I just, just shocked you. Yeah, I'm, I'm you talking right here right now. We're going to have you do both of them, man. How about that? You're the, you're, you're the you... voice of 80s wrestling, so you're going to, you're going to be the host of, the, of both question and answer sessions, my friend. Oh my word! You just doubled my uh, my prep work that I have to do, but I'm not mad at you for it because that is a tremendous opportunity. Thank you, Tommy. You got That's it. Something, man. brother. And wow. On that on that note, let's uh, let's 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 uh, call it a wrap, and uh, we'll see everyone this Saturday, Freehold, New Jersey. I play America. We're gonna celebrate '80s wrestling at '80s Wrestling Con, and uh, we can't wait to see you guys. Until then. Uh, have a great weekend. If you see us there this weekend, be sure to stop over, say hello to us. I'll probably be running around with a chicken or head cut off, but uh, <laughs> staff, if, you'll see staff there with staff badges on, and uh, you can try and track someone down. Say, hey, can you, know, can, can, you uh, can you lead me in the direction of the Tommy Fierro? And uh, at least I can say hello to you and shake your hand real quick and thank you for coming. And uh, Jay will be the host of both question and answer sessions, so obviously you'll know who he is by him doing so. So come over and say hello to us, and uh, we'll see you this Saturday at 80s WrestleCon. Until then, have a great week, and good night.